Hi, and welcome to the Ready to Talk podcast. I am your host, The Thoughtful Beast. Today we are talking about men's mental health with my good friend, Rich. I love this episode because one, the topic is very dear to me, and two, Rich and I speak really differently, but we share a lot of the same sentiments. Especially when it comes to tough talks, it's really important to listen to each other and not dismiss what someone else is saying just because their delivery is different from yours. It's important not to dismiss that people may be struggling just because they don't show it the same way you do. So let's listen. What's up, everybody? My name is Rich, a.k.a. Pussy Rich, a.k.a. Rich Bernard, a.k.a. Rich Exotic. You can find me on Instagram, A-K-O-S-I-R-1-T-H, and also uh, on Facebook, as, no, sorry, YouTube as Rich Bernard. I am, yeah, content creator, YouTuber. Um, I'm basically the muscle of the SD um, Frog Squad. That's it. Hey, Marissa, how's it going? You are the muscle? I'm the muscle. <laughs> uh, I'm the enforcer. What exactly are you enforcing? Well, you know, I, I'm like the protector. I'm like, I, I get around and I'm like, you listen. You know, okay. if, if, if we ever were in, a tr- in any trouble, if you're out drinking or whatever. I'm oh, the, so I'm you're myself. our father. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the police. Okay, father. <laughs> that's, that's what's happening. Um, so Rich, I asked Rich to come here today to talk about men's mental health. It's definitely gonna be interesting. Rich, do you mind telling them like what, like about when you first met me? (laughs) Which we talked about on his Uh, podcast on, um, uh, when I was on your channel a couple weeks ago, but please share this story that I think is hilarious. Okay, so I, well, yeah, so basically, I've always had problems with mental health, and a lot of it's just you know being the average male. You kind of suppress it. You you suppress a lot of it. You kind of push it aside because there's a sense of weakness or whatever. But in any case, um, one Wednesday it was Trixie's first um, time at the at Picture Flick Studios for SD, our you know the the YouTuber group. So, you know, generally we have this round table where we go around, we introduce ourselves and, you know, what we do, what our channel's about. And it got to me and I went, okay. And my friend Jeff was next to me and then he did his thing and then up came Trixie. And I don't really remember, I don't really remember much of what Trixie said, but all I remember was my name is Trixie. I have men- a mental problem or mental health issue. I have PTSD, I have this. And I seriously just blacked out. Like I basically shut it off and I walked out and, you know, nobody noticed that I walked out and and except for one friend and he was like, bro, that's kind of, that's kind of rude that you just walk out when people are introducing themselves or you're not paying attention, you know? And I was like, I cannot be around that girl. (laughs) (laughs) It just, cause I, I just, you know, it would just, it, Sometimes it just was it, you know, I, I still had that a little bit of myself to kind of, yeah, I still had a tendency to push a lot of things aside. And I made that impossible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because, you know, men's mental health is basically the elephant in the room. Mm-hmm. Right. It, I mean, it is. It's 
it's super hard for men to always talk about mental health and it stems from generations of you always being told that you are the going to end up being the man of the house right the the king of the jungle is not the lioness it's the lion right mm -hmm. and when you're the man of the house or you're the king of the jungle you can never be weak you can never show any signs of weakness you and that's where years and years of suppression happens when it comes when it can, when it comes to men is that we cannot we cannot be weak we you know it's so simple that you, there's nowadays there's avenues where you can talk to somebody but back in the day there wasn't there, there yeah. wasn't boys boys don't cry the cure says it you, yeah you, yeah boys don't and it's ingrained you might not think that that means something but it's ingrained in your head boys do not cry and what that tells you is boys are not weak it's the same way that you know back in the day if you cry or you're weak or you show any signs of weakness you're gay yeah so you don't like ever yeah you don't ever want to be that you just want to ball it up throw it away hide it and that let anybody know and it slowly eats you up inside little by little little by little until you explode and there's nothing <laughs> nothing so i do i um i would like to ask you if um you know you can get as personal as you'd yeah. like or not like but i want to ask you like are there any times that you can remember specifically like growing up where like your father would say anything like that to you or like maybe you're like your grandparents or was it more like this is just how it was like on tv this is like what all the tv and move like tv shows and movies like said and that's how you got it or you friends know, you know a lot of it it's it's not necessarily anything well it's 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 what they said but it's not an initial impact it doesn't impact you initially because you're so young you're still so much so many things are going on in your life but it's 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 that pressure right you know like we're there's always that that joke or that stereotype that filipino families want you to be the doctor you know wants you to be the lawyer wants you to be the nurse wants you to make a lot of money basically any job that that they deem is you know that they can brag to their friends that makes a lot of money that's what you're going to be mm -hmm. um and if you don't get there you're a failure even you, you know you can't you, you can't really sometimes voice that out to your parents that I feel like a failure, but it's that pressure. It's that pressure that creates that anxiety and it creates those mental issues in your head. You, you, know, you know what I mean? Because all that, you know, even, even though you, it's not your typical quote unquote trauma that people describe it as, you know, like medical trauma, it's, it's traumatic in your head and, and it stays there until you're able to actually release it and understand that it isn't you. It's, it, you know, you're, you're trying to live their life. You're, you know, you, while you should actually be, be living your life. Yeah. Living up to those expectations. is just like, I don't know, for me, it always felt like really impossible. Like, obviously not as a man, but as <laughs> like, like as a film, you know, like, yeah, like my, I remember when I was young, I wrote that I wanted to be a lawyer like for this, I don't know, you know, your school gives you stuff. It's like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I wrote lawyer. And if I think about that now, I'm like, that's stupid because I don't like arguing. And I definitely don't like talking in front of big groups in public like that. Like, and I'm just like, why did I write this? And it's like, oh, it's because like, I knew I didn't want to be a doctor or nurse because, you know, like my mom's a nurse. So I was like, 
<laughs> what is the next acceptable yeah. thing? Lawyer. <laughs> and like, yeah. And like, but that stuff sticks with you because it's like when it changes from that, when you realize you don't want to be those things, you always mm -hmm. feel like a failure. Yeah. And then, you know, you don't talk about it. Like at least like my family, like we never talked about our emotions because yeah. that was, yeah, it was not okay. Unless someone died. That's the only time. Like, and you know, yeah. it has to be specifically about like the person dying and like grieving. And then we can all be sad mm -hmm. for 40 days and 40 nights. And then it's over. Seven days. But the thing is like, it's different with women or girls, right? It's because mm -hmm. sometimes you have girlfriends that you can actually cry to like for for guys i'm not gonna call my friend out and ball my ball my eyes out and tell him i'm like tell him i'm so frustrated that's why most of the time like the only time you ever see somebody cry out of frustration when it comes to guys when you're growing up is when they were in a fight mm. oh that's true you know <laughs> it's because they they don't they, they just don't go up and like i, I feel you know, I'm so frustrated right now. I need to get in my room and cry because once somebody sees that, your mom's gonna go, "Oh, what are what are you doing crying? I know Like you know, like yeah. what are you a girl? So that again, it's it's that weakness. That's why when it comes to anything mental health with men, it's so hard for us to just go, "Hey, I need to go step away." and fucking cry my eyes out, put myself in a room, cry my house out, scream, yell, stomp, grab your pillow, punch it. And that's perfectly fine. Yeah, it's perfectly fine. It has to go somewhere. Like the worst you could do is just like, mentally push it down and then go on like nothing's happening. Cause I'm like, it's gonna mentally push back up. Like, yeah. and it's gonna, you're either gonna hurt yourself or you're gonna hurt someone else. Yeah, and, like and that's physical or mental. And and that that trickles down to your family after, right? Like just think about generations. Like ment mental health, like okay, men mental health is a little bit more um what do you not not necessarily accepted, but it's more um worldwide. People, it's more people are more aware of it. Yes, yes, it is not more, like a thing, it's a thing now that are like, yeah. oh. All it's right. a, it's a, it's a thing primarily because of the wars. Like it, if if we weren't in war, we if we didn't go through, you know, OIA, oh, Operation Iraqi Freedom, Operation Enduring Freedom, um, in Afghanistan, we probably would still never hear about mental health issues. But the only you know, but because all our service members came back in the world of the internet, in the world of TV, in the world of it, they're coming back with PTSD. And you could link exactly how people start to find out about post-traumatic stress um, disorder. It's, it relates directly to the, the, the stories and about you know, how we currently have 22 service members per day commit suicide. That's 22 a day. That's very high. That, that's, very, that's very high and it's linked to PTSD, but what a lot of people don't know is that PTSD stands for post-traumatic stress disorder, which anybody can have. Mm -hmm. And it's and it's perfectly natural, but people think that PTSD only happens to service members. Yeah. I, I tell people it's post-traumatic stress. It's not post-service member stress. Yeah. You know, the, the <laughs> S is stress. It's not, it doesn't link to anybody. 
No, it doesn't link to anybody. And like, that's such a misconception that people had. Cause I've had people who be like, you don't have PTSD. Like you're too, you're too young to have been in the military. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I, I wasn't in the military. Like I am really young and I'm also obviously not in the military. Like, uh, yeah, no, like you can just have it from any sort of like traumatic stress. Yeah. Like, cause it's traumatic stress. Yeah. traumatic like you know like if someone stabs you like like randomly like you know like if you're attacked randomly on the street yeah that's like that's traumatic stress or if like you see you know or if you're like bullied if you're bullied yeah. for like a long period of time at school that is traumatic stress that is trauma yeah so next time somebody tells you oh you're too young to be in the military you go, listen have you ever lived with my mom she is like an <laughs> she, she she is like an IED, okay? She'll go off at any time. And that's where my trauma comes from. <laughs> my, my traumatic stress comes from. That's yeah. what he was going to say. Yeah. And I mean, like, uh, trauma is such... Okay, I don't want to get super into trauma and stay stuck there forever because I can get stuck there forever. Uh, so I'm going to um, start with that. But I think that's actually something that people like don't realize, too. Like, what trauma is exactly. And that, like, yeah, you can get trauma from, like, your childhood and, like, the way that you were treated by your family. And if anything, that's, like, a really, really big one. Especially because, mm -hmm. like, expectations from your family is that your family loves you. They're going to take care of you. And when that becomes when other things are involved, you know, like, if there's, like, abuse, if there's, like, neglect and stuff like that, it gets really, like, fucked up for your brain. Cause it's just like, wait, they're like supposed to like help me. Like they're supposed to be the ones I trust and stuff. And so like, also a lot of people will put up with the trauma or mm -hmm. they'll think the trauma is their fault. Cause they're like, well, that's my, you know, that's my family. Like I must be doing something wrong. Like it must yeah. be me. And then you, therefore like you don't say anything and you just keep taking it. Yeah. But, th but then, but sometimes there, there also has to be a way for you to, to, to kind of like open up your eyes and look at it from a global point of view too. Right. Because, you know, when I said that sometimes the, um, you know, mental health and hiding the trauma and hiding, hiding the stress and the anxiety and all that build up, it, it's, you know, more men do it because they, they don't want to seem weak. Right. So yeah. sometimes you have like. Like as, as, as a as a kid, I would I would always say like my, my dad would just be harping on me and I would say in, in my head, I'm thinking, well, what he's trying, what what he's doing to me is "quote unquote" abuse or traumatic, but real realistically, it's just he doesn't necessarily know how to translate the stress that he has or the anxiety that he has because because of what I'm doing, right? So when I when I was um, when I was just sitting around at home and I wasn't looking for a job and I was already damn near 22 years old, right? And all I did was, I don't know if you listen to my podcast, all I did was all day and night drink with my friends. I, could, I couldn't tell you that my dad's being a dick and everything he was doing was traumatic. It's just that he also has this anxiety and this stress level knowing that his 22 year old son ain't doing shit but drinking in the on the couch, mm -hmm. right? So that that's that's also a lot. Of, and he he is he's he's not pre-programmed, and men are not pre-programmed to just go out and dump their feelings. Like 
like, son, I worry about you. You know, my, you know, I, I have sleepless nights because I'm just so worried about where you're going to be. You know what I mean? Because see, they're raised to, to keep all that in inside. Yeah. Like, so for me, I had to really like, at some point I had to step up, step back and go, well, it, it's a shitty situation, but it's not like I'm doing anything to help it. I can't, I can't use, I can't use the quote unquote mental health aspect as a crutch and say, oh, my life is so horrible because this, 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 this part of my world right here, this little box is, it's so demanding. Well, what, what have I done myself to fix that? Yes. Um, I, I super want to go into that, but before we go that, um, do that, I want to go back a little bit to talk about, um, how, like, you're right, like, where there, you know, like, back then there was nothing, right? Like, you come home, like, there's nothing, like, you're being raised as a guy, and you, you have nowhere to put your feelings. There's nowhere to put your feelings. There's nowhere to find out, like, how to deal with your feelings. But now there's the internet, which and so like I feel like has helped change things because it's just like people can Google shit now. <laughs> like yeah. I feel like Google is like the best thing for that. Like or like the fact that people can like connect anonymously, right? Like on different forums and they can let it out to these strangers and like actually find support. Yeah. Like and you like and like I feel like that's been a big thing that's like changed. Like just like the internet being like a thing like for information and to be able to create like some sort of connections with others who also can't like express what the, like what the hell is happening or like can't even like process what's happening. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like that's been a cool change to happen. Like that has happened. And I'm wondering like, because you were like, you were there before like the internet got big and now like it's big. <laughs> wow. I'm sorry. So like, I really like, I want to know your perspective on that. Like, do you actually think it has helped a lot? Like, do you see like a difference? I, I think, I think it's helped in a way where it's, it's, um, it's, uh, it's allowed people that are, that might not necessarily, especially men that might not necessarily be ready to expose, I mean, to express themselves, mm -hmm. express themselves until they're ready. But mm. no matter no matter no matter how many YouTube channels that you watch, you know you're 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 still gonna need physical help, like from outside the internet. Yes. Like it's great because I can you can, I can watch a um you know a stream or I can watch a video and go, damn, I'm not the only one. Like I'm not the only guy that feels this way. You know you 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 sometimes you watch streams from or videos from guys that are in the military or former military navy seals and they're talking about that and if if a navy seal can talk about it you know obviously that guy is not weak yeah like right? navy seals are like the epitome of like like strong man but right. like not in a like it just is it's just yeah. like yeah it's dude like, like that guy's like, elite like mentally, mentally strong right strong like it's so, all around strength so if he has those issues and i do too then that makes me no that makes me that doesn't make me a lesser person mm -hmm. the way i look but at the end of the day you're you, you know you can only watch videos so much you kind of have to reach out and get you know actually get a therapist if you really need it and and get outside help mm -hmm. 
because the internet's not always with you. I mean, it, it's it's a lot different when you're talking to somebody face to face than it would be watching a video. Because yes. sometimes there's there's distractions here and there. You're trying to multitask. You're trying to do your homework while trying to listen about mental health. It just it just doesn't work. No, and I mean like like the fact that like when we can watch TV and we can watch YouTube and like digest all these different like platforms on like through the internet fucking great especially now obviously like yeah. is wonderful but it is very different like when you are in a room with someone and it's like this like you are it's yeah it's just you two like mm -hmm. it's very obvious you yeah. know <laughs> like if you just start looking away like and you know like even if you want to look away like there's automatically like a social pressure to be like hey dude like i'm in this room with you like we're talking yeah <laughs> like, but the, but then uh, there's also a response back. There's a back and forth. When you're watching mm -hmm. a video, you this is, the watching a video is more like, oh, I'm not the only one that feels that way. I'm yeah. not the only one that has gone through it. And then they can get they, they, you can get like advice on how you move forward. But then yeah. again, you still physically have to move forward. Yeah. Um, so going back to that, so I wanted I, I actually really wanted to bring you on because. Even though sometimes I don't necessarily agree with how you phrase things, <laughs> but I like, we still kind of have like the same belief where it's just like, I do believe that, you know, like mental health issues, like they're, they're a real problem, obviously, like I have them, <laughs> but um, there has to be some sort of responsibility taken. And that's really important for me to like discuss a lot because I feel like on social media and different platforms that talk about mental illness and stuff like it's great like the whole like thing like yeah like relate you know like hashtag relatable stuff like yeah I get, like you know like yeah dude like i just spent the whole day in bed like don't feel bad about that like i totally get it like that's great like tweets like that or whatever post to share you know like you're not alone is great but sometimes i feel like it does stop there that we don't talk about like how are we going to get out of this? Like, how are we mm -hmm. going to like actually move forward? Cause the thing is just like, yeah, like when you have a mental illness, when you have depression, yeah, it's hard. It's hard to want to do anything. Like that's like why mental illness is so tricky. Cause it's like, yeah, you don't have any motivation, you know, right. you don't have any energy, but at the end of the day, like no one's going to pull you out of it. And even if someone tries to pull you out of it, like, you don't You're have dead. to do anything like you don't have to do anything like someone could try yeah. to pull you out of it like you know someone could shove you into a room with a therapist they can't yeah. make you talk though yeah you're de you're basically dead weight yeah like and so like it's i definitely think taking responsibility for your own mental health is so important and like again like i am definitely about like validating like your feelings like validating feelings and being like yeah this really does suck because sometimes you know people are at the point where like they just need to get it out mm -hmm. but then at some point like we need to move past that because right. if not then you just become like you know like say if i'm talking with you like every day and it's been like a long time and i just keep saying the same thing the same thing over and over it like oh my god like my life is so shitty like i'm nowhere where i want to be and I'm just like, I can't get a job or whatever. And you're like, well, did you apply for a job? Like, no, like I'm freaking out. Da, da, da. Like, but if I do the same thing every single day, then I'm just like dumping on you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm just dumping on you. Like, I, 
like, I don't want your advice or maybe you give me advice and I just kind of ignore it. And I'm just like, you know, like there's a, there's the dumping is like when you vent so much, like into like a place where it's like, dude, this is not even functional. Like you're just saying shit to say shit. Like this isn't venting anymore. Cause you're not even going to move past it. Like, I'm just mm-hmm. going to say the same thing over and over and complaining about the same thing over and over. And then like, but what now I'm just taking your energy like I'm not doing anything like for myself. And then like now it's right. an issue. And again, yes, mental illness is tricky, but at some point you have to start doing something for yourself. Right. I mean, it's it it's it's definitely a a a a slippery slope, right? But I think sometimes when you talk to friends and you you there's there seems to like whenever you have pro- whenever these guys have problems, and especially like my military friends. There's, there's always an excuse as to why they couldn't move forward. Like at, at that point, you know, as you said, you're just dumping, 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 dumping. But if, if, if I'm giving you advice and, and then every time I give you advice, you say, but da, 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 da. It's like, then why are you, you know, there's only so much that I can do. Yeah. Yeah. Especially it's just like, you know, because there is a thing where it's just like, well, maybe they want to just vent, which is fine. But if they ask for advice, or again, if they keep saying the same thing to you over and over, like, that's very unfair for you. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like, you're a person, you're not like, and you're not a therapist. It's like, honestly, like, if you want something to just dump on and have like a one way, like relationship with or a super one way conversation. Honestly, that's where a therapist comes in because at least they're built to handle that because when someone like you know like you get burnt out too like being someone's support system like Mm -hmm. you get burnt out and like that doesn't mean you know like and I understand that like plays on the fears of people with mental illness being like I don't want to be a burden and it's just like it's different like you reaching out and asking for help that's not being a burden you dumping everything over and over the same way and not trying to change it and still wanting to continue to complain about the same thing every time to someone to one person like that's unfair yeah but let let me let me ask you this though all right when 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 is let me see let me try to phrase it properly because i don't want to say i want to like Say it wrong. Yeah. How? When it, when is your mental illness just something you searched online or you found online? Because there's some people that would be that would put that that would continuously through whatever reason put themselves in these difficult situations, and then all of a sudden they just happen to come across this 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 article talking about how these are the signs of this whatever mental illness and then it's automatically them because now th- th- it's now it's become their their excuse their crutch like like you like listen you're you're a bum you don't do shit but smoke pot and drink drink at your you, you know your parents house but yet now you're saying you have ptsd because you're just going to use that as a way so that to justify the fact that you just you're just lazy. Okay. So this is how I feel about that. Um, one, I would not put it that way. <laughs> Two, <laughs> one, I would not put it that way. Two, though, I am a very big believer in being diagnosed by a doctor. 
And I think that, you know, like, you know, there are sites like um, National Alliance for Mental Illness, NAMI, there's like sites like Mental Health America. There are articles and stuff that say like, here are the symptoms of depression, like maybe you have it. And I think those things are good. I think it's good that those things exist. I definitely feel like what you should do is like, if you feel like that, you know, at the end, it always goes, you should talk to your doctor. Mm -hmm. Like even Mental Health America, like they have screenings. And like they have diagnostic screenings, which is not like not an actual like diagnosis. Like they're like, here's some screenings. And then at the end of the screening, when you take it, they go, if you like, if this seems like you, if you have like so many of these risk factors, like please talk to your doctor, right? Because this screening is not a freaking diagnosis. And right. the thing that's dangerous about diagnosing yourself is that you might be diagnosing yourself wrong. Like, and it's so like mental mental illness is super tricky because it's like by like I think bipolar is one that gets a, mixed up a lot with borderline personality disorder like you can mix things and you can start like treating yourself like in the wrong way for these disorders like if you don't actually know like you need a professional's help like it's like a doctor right like I'm not gonna like look at like signs of like like say, let's use coronavirus, like for example, right? Like say like I have all those symptoms, but it's just like, that could also just be like a normal flu. Right. Like I know, like obviously at this point, like I would go, like I would call and be like, hey, but like say like, you know, like I can't just like be like assume like everything and just be like, well, this is the end of the world. It's like, well, obviously this could also be like another thing. And to you with the symptoms, obviously this is super scary, right? If it's like you match up with everything, but you also have to realize you're not a doctor though. This is just a website. Like, mm -hmm. that's why you have to call. Like, and that's why when you call too, and they go like, if you know, if the symptoms don't get worse and stuff, like you should just stay home. Because yeah. it's like, you, I mean, you might have, it might be mild or you might just have like the normal flu. Cause hey, it's flu season, it's cold season, it's allergy season. Like you have to have some sort, like there needs to be professional help. Like, mm -hmm. so that you actually know how to help yourself. Again, I'm a really big, believer in being like actually medically diagnosed because I also feel like if you don't get me medically diagnosed like you know people do start using it it's really hard because I don't want to say that because you know like even if you're not diagnosed definitely you might still have mental illness there's a lot mm -hmm. of people undiagnosed who have mental illnesses like that's a real thing but I feel like it isn't the best choice to be like diagnose yourself and then just like go on with life without looking like for real help and then just being like oh like well i'm just depressed like so yeah yeah so you know I like i like i have depression so like i'm just like not going to show up for anything like you know like i have anxiety so like i'm not going to do anything and it's just like that sucks and those are definitely like symptoms of those things but it's just like you should get help. You are sick. And I know there's a lot of stigma, which is obviously like what, obviously why we're talking about it yeah. like live. Cause like, we want to be like, no dude, you should get help. Like, it's totally okay. Like I get, I do like, I have PTSD. I have anxiety. I have depression. Like yeah. those things suck. And I definitely understand being like, I don't today. I didn't do anything literally until now. Like I just <laughs> laid in my bed. Like I'm not having a good day. Yeah. Like today sucked for me. Like I will, I want to do all these things. And then I was just like, mm -mm, I'm going to lie down. And I guess I'm just going to watch Kim's convenience because I couldn't make myself sleep. And I was just like, 
oh god yeah um, yeah all that it's just um you know back to i guess you know going in going with that but also going back to how men have generally i mean i remember like basically like laying in bed and it felt like the bed was spinning just because of the anxiety and then the stress that i was having and it was just because one i was in school i was trying to you know live up to whatever you know whatever model that 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 was expected by by whoever that person was and it was it just it just sometimes I ha I wish I had a way to just let it out back then, you know. Yeah. And the one thing I say now, well, and one thing now too is, you know, with especially if anybody's watching this, that that's you know in the military, it, it, they they've seen combat or they've been deployed in whatever shape or form, or maybe you haven't, you know. Um, there's there's a lot of help that that's out there. Um, you know, trying to trying to diagnose, you know, suicidal um, ideations, um, suicidal thoughts. It's I don't know if you've, you you've ever done it, but it's super hard, right? Because you're looking for you're looking for clues, you're looking for markers. Oh, did the guy sell all his stuff? Well, then you're like, well, he sell his stuff, but he was kind of happy. Well, he kind of has money, but yeah, he's spending on different things. You know what I mean? It's like it's 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 this, this complete back and forth. So I you know. I would plead with with anybody, not just service members, but anybody, if if you guys do have any inkling of any type of suicidal su suicidal thoughts, call the suicide hotline. Just do it. Somebody, everything that you're going through is normal. We all go through it. Yeah. You know, it. You know, PTSD. It's normal. You see an accident, you can have PTSD. Because you know? that was traumatic. Like, if you see a dead person, I'm sorry, that's traumatic. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah. for anyone. Yeah, well, you know, I, I've had it where the dead person's hand dropped and hit me in the leg. It, but, <laughs> but no, but it, it's perfectly normal. It's perfectly normal. It, 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 it just, just being scared, you know, it, it's just like, oh, I... I have a fear of heights. Why do I have a fear of heights? Because my mom dropped me when I was little. That's technically PTSD. You know, what you know, a lot of our service members, when they come back, when we come back from deployment, it's like you can't be around a lot of people. Because guess what? Normally when you're around a lot of people, you can get blown up. So there's trauma, there's stress that comes along with that. So mm -hmm. you know, when it and then when it comes to men too, and it, this really what's frustrating is because, again, you know, we go back to the the, the lack of um, the the lack of openness, right? The lack the lack of a will to 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 seek help because they feel weak, yeah, right. But I always look at it this way: men were always stereotypically hands-on right so we, we 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 put together computers we 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 build cars we build backyards we you, you you get where i'm going with that yeah but eventually certain things in your life that you build need need an upgrade 
your computer needs needs an upgrade. You need to upgrade to the next MacBook Pro because you need to, you know, edit better videos, upgrade cameras. Well, guess what? Once in a while, your your brain it needs a little upgrade too. So you just go and get an upgrade. It's perfectly fine. Just go get an upgrade. Go get it cleaned out. I mean, you know, once in a while we clean our Mac. Get get yeah. rid of get, get rid of the viruses. You do it all the time. So if you can do it with some inanimate object, you could easily do it to yourself. Just think about it. Hey, listen, where'd you go? Oh, I went to go see this guy to download a new iOS. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Just, yeah. just, just clean up this virus. I mean, I, you know, I just had a lot of spam, a lot of malware, little shit going on in there. Or mm -hmm. if it's a car, yeah, well, you know, I, I got, I got, a, I got a tune up. I got an mm -hmm. oil change. Yeah, make, that makes make, sense. I like that. Make, make it simple because if, yeah. if you if you know sometimes you got to play with your head too just so that it doesn't seem so like quote-unquote weak or heavy or you know it's it, to the guys it's it's, it's the weakness mm -hmm. you, you you're not gonna say you're not gonna say well from my experience with mental health it's because it's from service members right you're trained to fight you're trained to kill you're trained you're trained to you know to protect the guy on your left, the guy on your right, and you can never be weak for them because you know the, you cannot be the weakest link. Yeah. Right. So when it comes to all that, and you have mental issues, you're not going to say anything because you, again, you're trained, you're programmed to not be the you know the weakest link. And I think that's super important to point out that it's just like it's a logical progression, right? Again, like what Rich said, like. For you guys, it's like if you're around a lot of people, that means you're probably going to get blown up. Like you can't be weak, like because you feel like, yeah, you are responsible also for like the lives around you. So you can't be the weakest link. And that sort of like thinking will stay with you when you come home. Like that sort of thinking just like stays like it doesn't just it's not like your brain is like a switch and it's like, oh, new thing. Right. Like, it's just like, these are because it's behaviors too. Yeah. Like those thoughts are also ingrained with your behaviors. And so like, it's ingrained with like how you approach a situation you see in a situation, Yeah. you know, like when you're in a place where it's traumatic, like whether it's like your service member or like, say you had like an abusive household, you're always hyper vigilant because you're looking for danger. Yeah. Like, and that stays with you, even if you leave the home, like those things, like, it's mm -hmm. not just like, even though like, say you leave an abusive like home, like you are technically free, but that like physically free, but that doesn't make your brain free. Like you're still going to have those ways of thinking and approaching because that's been ingrained into mm -hmm. you for so long. Like that yeah. makes sense. Like mental mm -hmm. illness, isn't just this thing where it's just like, you're defective. It's like, no, like your brain is thinking in this way that sometimes served you for a purpose, right? Cause fear serves us yeah. because it helps us from dying. But then now it's like, because of whatever situation you're in, it's like now malfunctioning and it's like on hyperdrive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and yeah, it's, it's thing is like, you said sometimes you don't turn it on and off, but actually it kind of does. Cause you know, you go through, let's say nine months out, out in combat, you're getting shot at every day. Anytime you're walking, you can get blown up at any time. And that's where that stress builds up, right? Mm -hmm. That stress builds up. And then that 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 stress and anxiety builds up to a point where it, it starts to affect you ha like halfway through deployment or towards the end. But then you but you don't sneak, seek seek help because you are technically, you know, you don't want to be the weakest link. But then you fly home. 
and then you you get you get home and you see your family and it does like a switch because you forget all about all that it, it's a back burner you're just glad to be home and that's why normally like you you always see like people's like oh he was okay when he got home and then all of a sudden like couple of days a couple of weeks in it was like now he was like a changed person because at night now he's sitting up i start noticing that he doesn't sleep i start noticing blah 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 like he's he's out like with with his gun staring out the window you, we can't go to the malls because it's this this and this but at first you know at first it's like you know you're you're kind of like your mind is is so focused on like Oh, here's my family again, and then it just reverts back to what it. What I see. It, what it normally starts, to, you know, like what what it feel, what not necessarily feeling, but like, like, like that it, those issues just, just yes. starts creeping back in. I will make that delineation. So it's like what you're saying is like, even though it might subconsciously like not be a switch, like to you consciously, like it's like no, I've changed over now. It should be fine because it's like that relief. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, no, it's, it's not necessarily like a relief. It's it's basically like there's, it's it's like a, another emotion. The emotion kind of like masks it, like mm. okay, you hop on the the big plane, you know, along with your friends. You're like ah, deployment's done. We're getting home. Then you then then you get home, but you're you're kind of like you you feel kind of weird because it it doesn't it it you don't you're not feeling so overjoyed. You just kind of like mm. eh, a, little, a little numb to it. Then you see your family. Then you're you're really trying, like oh yeah yeah hey what's up everybody blah blah blah, and then so that's like that's like that switch right where you're like kind of like there's it's still kind of I guess it's a dimmer it's not really a switch it's a okay. it's a it's I'll a dimmer yeah. it's a dimmer so it's like you're kind of playing with it and all of a sudden it's like it just never goes away and it kind of goes up and down and and at that point I think I just you know. At that point, you're no longer in combat. If you're, if you're, if you're, if you guys are listening, you're no, you're no longer fighting a war. You're at home. Go get help. Yeah. It's it, it's perfectly fine to go get help. There's a lot of, you know, there's 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 a, there's been a lot of um, friends of friends and friends that have, you know, I've 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 had friends hang themselves. Yeah. You know, from 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 the from the trauma, I've had friends that just drank themselves to death. You know, so it's not necessarily suicide. It's just, you know, it's it's basically trying to numb themselves from, from from those issues. Yeah, it's like um, this is said about suicide sometimes, where it's just like they don't necessarily want to die, but they super don't want to feel this. Yeah. And then like, well, it's like, and then for people dealing with suicide, sometimes like that does feel like the only way out. Like, okay, well, like yeah, like, and that's that's like a crappy place to be and like and it's and it's like a quote uh and quote like suicide is called like really extreme like an extreme mm -hmm. you know you call it like oh like it's this extreme but it's like not it's like it's a like yes it is but it's like there's a progression to it and it can be like you can try to stop that progression by like which rich said and is like reach go go get help dude because yeah. like it's your brain is like messed up for a reason right now. And like, it's true that like more men end up, I think more women attempt suicide or, but more men actually commit suicide. Yes. Like, yeah, men and mental illness, like, and it's really like messed up. Like even like now there's still like a lot of studies that show like, and I know we're saying get help and it's still true, but like 
there's still like lots of stigma like, against men and it's true. And sometimes like, even if you go to the doctor, they're just like, they'll treat men and women differently. Yeah. They'll make and, it a little harder for and, men because they'll be like, you just- And men and men commit suicide like brutally, like like for real, like women like, you know, take pills or slit, slit their throat. I mean, their, their wrists or whatever. Men were like shotguns and, you know, like it just- yeah. Sorry, trigger warning everyone. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. But no, but well, you know, it's weird. You know, you know, it's weird. Cause I guess I, I, I can, I can share it. It's just, you know, when it comes to, 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 to suicide prevention, you know how they always say when somebody says they want to kill themselves, you, you get them help, right? That's almost a trigger. Like go get them help almost immediately. <laughs> For me, I have to say it. Then I, then I tell myself how stupid it sounds. It's weird. Like there's a lot of times when I'll be like walking on the edge of a build of, of a building or or something and I go, if I just jumped off this building right now, all my worries would disappear. Then I'd walk away and go, that's fucking stupid. That shit would hurt. <laughs> I, I you know, but but yeah, I, I, that's how I cope with it. You know, I'm not saying it's the best for everybody, but like <laughs> like like I go, man. If I had a gun, like, you know, in, in some of my stressful times, and I guess, I guess it's, I don't know if it's me or something. Like in my stressful times, I go, man, I could just fucking get this gun right now and shoot myself in the head. And I go, then I'll tell myself, then, then a few, after a few minutes, I'm like, but what if I didn't survive and have to live with a deformed face? <laughs> and so me being rich friends be like, go get help. Yeah. You need no. to go get help. No, but, but, the, but the thing is, is that I know I know for a fact, 100%, I could never do it only because of my daughter. But I have to say it because, no, look, I don't want to, I don't want, I don't want to, I don't want to make light of it. But that's the way I would cope with it. Like to know that I think suicide is idiotic, right? So for me to voice it out and find a reason why I shouldn't, you know, it's like, that's 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 how I deal with it. It's like if I if I if I if I throw myself off this cliff and I survive and I'm a quadriplegic, I'd rather be alive dealing with whatever issues that I have than being in a wheelchair. Yeah, I understand. This is why Rich is here because I would never cope like that. <laughs> but like, it's important. Like, it's important. Like, I don't. So like with. You know, talking about mental health and stuff like that, obviously I have my really strong opinions and I have the way I talk, but it's also really important to be like, this is how other people also cope because it's a real thing. And if we only put it like in one way and say like, oh, it's only okay to talk about mental illness like one way, then we're going to shut out a lot of people who are actually having problems. Because I'm yeah. sure there's a lot more people as like maybe like probably men too, because like I'm not a man, like I'm sure there and maybe women, not maybe there are people who are going to relate to you better, like in your way than my way. Mm -hmm. and, and like, that's okay. <laughs> like that's yeah. okay. Like it has to be okay because like coping and like staying alive, like those things are hard. It's hard. Like, honestly, like, and I, I mean, I do have my dark humor. Um, like you, you have to have, you know, what you need to like survive. And I, I am very glad that you have your daughter and like, the thing with suicide is like it's it's really hard and like it is true though like if you know if you hear someone you should definitely say it to them if yeah it's like, <laughs> no if they say something you should be like you know dude you should get help like do you yeah. want to talk and honestly i feel like the best prevention for suicide is not letting it get there and making sure like 
You know, if you have friends who are going through a bad time, check on them. Don't assume things are okay. And I'm not saying like shove your face down their throat and just be like, you have to get help. Like, and like force them to do anything because you cannot force people to do anything they don't want to do. If anything, they might push back and get farther and farther from getting help. Um, But don't like be like, oh, they're fine. Don't like assume like people are fine, yeah. especially like as and, and and that's in my head, like I'm really sensitive to men's mental health because like I had a cousin who killed himself. Mm-hmm. Um, like in his in his mid-20s. And I remember when I hit my mid-20s, I was just like, oh shit, like I just surpassed you. Yeah. And like I know for me, like there was that one point where I just like I didn't think I would make it past like 26, 24, 26. I was like, I'm not gonna be here. It's gonna be whatever. Um, so, you know, like suicide, men, like men and suicide, like it's a big thing to me personally. Like it's, it sucks because it's like, you guys aren't socialized. Like girls are like, we have at least each other. Like we're like socialized to be like, yeah, tell your secrets, see like your BFF Mm -hmm. and like having that like is fucking amazing. Like being able to like, you know, like, yeah, like go to your girlfriend and just be like, da, 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 da. And even like go to your boyfriend, like. There's a lot of like unevenness where it's just like, oh, like, you know, a girl can tell her boyfriend stuff and it's totally fine, but like the boyfriend doesn't feel the same way. Like he's like, no, I have to be strong for you. And it's right. just like, wait, no. Yeah. Yeah, or, the, the, like the most important thing is actually to be to be open about being able to talk about it. And that's the thing that, you know, that that happened, I think, with when I talked to you about how we first met, is that I started talk, listening to like a lot of this stuff I probably would have would never have talked about unless we met. Right. It's like, this is like some stuff that I just keep within me because mm-hmm. the minute I start talking about it and admit, the, the minute I start talking about any type of struggles that I have, I will look weak and I would look like, I don't want to be, you know, in the, in the Philippine term, kawawa, like pity, like a pity to somebody. I don't want anybody to pity me. Oh, that's such a big thing. A lot of people don't want that. Right. And like, but that's the thing is like the minute you start talking about it, that's why too, it's like when if, if somebody is is expressing this stuff to you, don't be so quick to answer back. Because sometimes, you know, they just want to talk and just kind of nod your head. Okay, okay. Well, is there anything I can do for you? Well, then you, and then and then you can start the conversation. Cause if you just start talking, sometimes you, you know, well, I don't want you to pity me. I just want to tell, I just want to kind of like get this off my shoulders. Yeah. You know, and then, you know, and, and, and now, you know, like anybody that can come up, they can, we can talk about it. I'm I'm no longer just the expert in failed marriages. I could talk about men's health, men's mental health now too. Yes, (laughs) you can. (laughs) Um, You can. We are. That's why we're here. And I can't believe so much time has passed. We're going to have to do like a part two. Yeah. Um, but um yeah it's men's mental health is really tough like i'm actually really glad that you're like yeah i'll talk about it because i was like <laughs> you might say no and then we're yeah. gonna talk about something else which is totally fine um but like i wanted to talk about it with you specifically because i'm like you say things differently than i do mm-hmm. like and i act it, at, in the end i think we actually believe pretty much the same thing but like but it's also like for me to be like, listen to another person and how they say it and not judge. Yeah. Because it's just like, well, then again, like then we all start, we'll start gatekeeping each other with how we can talk about our own mental health. 
And it's just like, that's pretty fucked up. Like, I need to be able to like, hear what you're saying, know that you don't mean it. Like, I have to be able to take away like my preconceived notions of the words that you're using and actually listen to what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really important. And I think that's like an important lesson to too, to like, when, you know, like men to women and women to men, like we don't necessarily always use the same language. And right. like, it's important, like what Rich said, like, don't automatically just say things right away. Cause that really might not be helpful. Like, I feel like, and I feel this, like, I feel like there have been guys who said this, like, yeah, like, I don't like that. Like when, or just like, you, you they start, you start, they start to say something and you just like want to hug them. And they're just like, no. Yeah, and they're like, yeah, get the fuck off of me. Like, I don't want it. like, yeah. Cause it, it feels like pity to them and you know, it's not pity, but it's like, we have to understand that too. Because the thing is, like, if someone tells you, like, how they want to be treated, you know, like, if they're, like, no, no hug and stuff, and I know it's really hard to tell the difference, but the thing is, like, you have to make sure that you're actually responding to the person you're trying to help in that the way that they want to, like, they want to actually be treated, not how you want to treat them. Mm-hmm. Especially when they're being vulnerable and stuff. Like, you want the person you're helping to feel empowered, not that, like, you're trying to fucking fix things for them. Or that like you do feel sorry for them and it comes off just, you know, like, cause it, w- it won't be helpful. And that's really hard. And that takes like skill and practice and stuff, but it's definitely something you need to be aware of. Cause it's not helpful. It's not helpful if someone just like starts telling you like about their problems and then you just start like trying to solve it right away. Or again, like you just try to like cuddle and hug them. Like if they don't want it, you know what I mean? And just be like, oh it's just like oh, oh that's, that's no. the worst oh yeah. no like yeah when they start crying yeah. like you know when you tell your like people like your problems and they start crying and then you have to comfort them <laughs> it's the worst <laughs> it's the worst and it's just like i know you just feel bad because that was a lot but this also sucks that now I have to comfort you. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Or change yeah. what you're saying because you're reading their face and you're like, oh, they're freaking out. Okay, yeah. well, I'm going to make this more lighthearted now. And you're just like. Yeah. But, you know, you know, like, I don't want to. Uh, I, I know we're on a time crunch. like, But, like, for men, really, really try to talk to other men about the problems. Because, like, like, as Trixie says, I, I word things a little differently, but sometimes I word it the same way I would do it if I was talking to a guy. Because, you know, we do like, oh, yeah, you know, you don't fucking have mental problems. You're a lazy piece of shit. Like, that's something two guys would be talking to each other about. You know, you know what I mean? Quit using this fucking thing as a crutch and get up off your ass and quit being fucking lazy. Like, that's something that I would say to my friend. And so, but I, I don't know any other way to say it, right? I don't know any other way to say it in, in a tricksy way. Which would be like, you know, I know you're having like a really hard time, but at some point you need to take responsibility for your own mental health and start making steps. Right. <laughs> <Hello. That's>... <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. So that's, <laughs> yeah, we're, 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 de- we're definitely going to have to like cut that and be like highlight like like snip it <laughs> that's how that's translated you see, yeah you see that on our tiktok soon because <laughs> it's like the thing is like 
like you know like i know rich i know he doesn't mean it that way and like honestly like i i i can talk like you too like i yeah. do talk like you too sometimes and that's definitely true and you know like i i know there's definitely some people who would like look at rich and be like or like here's words be like oh my god he's so toxic like that's so toxic <laughs> but it's just like you need to put this into context because also friends talk to each other in a different way Mm-hmm. And it's like, I know Rich, so I know he's really trying to help. Is he going to say it this other way? Yes. But I also have to trust that, you know, like with his friend, like he's going to say it in a way that makes sense for them. And I know that he would never say it that way to me. Uh-huh. Because that would, I mean, I don't know how you would say it, but I don't think you'd say that to me. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, it's just like, I, that wouldn't work. You know, like you, you know your audience and you're like, that's not going to work. I'm yeah. just going to make her cry. <laughs> <laughs> That's not helpful. <laughs> yeah, you might want to get off the couch and actually do something. What you didn't Bible study over here? <laughs> I was reading this post that it's easier to be blunt than to say what you to say what you need to say in a way where you know you're not gonna damage the person you're talking to. What? <laughs> I think I understand. <laughs> yeah. I am the translator. <laughs> No, no, Adrian, Adrian is right though. Cause sometimes when you when when you when you kinda instead of being blunt, you kinda like walk on eggshells mm-hmm. and and you lose the point of what you're trying to say because you're trying you're you're trying to find so many words to be nice. Like, bro, get the f- up. Like you get in the shower or something, fix your life, fix yourself, as opposed to well, I believe that maybe you should get up and like really practice hygiene. And you know, there's ways that you can just you know ease on up out of bed. They put what? No, get up. Just get up. Like like drill instructor way. Get up. Like <laughs> get in the, sh- the shower. <laughs> that wasn't what I was trying to say. <laughs> but okay, okay, okay. But hey, still, hey. I agree with what, what Rich said. So we'll just wait for Adrian to clarify what he was saying. But I mean, like, yeah, like there, you know, you got to know the difference and you got to know like who you're talking to. Cause there will be some people I know, like they need to hear it actually more in the way that Rich says things. And there's other people that I know that like they need it to be said in another kind of way. I definitely believe that like, what is like meandering around the point is never good you know what i mean like there's a difference between like validating someone and then like trying to make like excuses for them yeah you know like i can say like hey like i know you're having a hard time you still need to do x y and z versus like i know like things are so hard like and i know like this happened and this happened and like that makes you super tired and like i'd be tired too like there, like there's a different difference like in the way you say it because like the thing it's like you can't make excuses for their why they're doing something and then ask them to do the opposite like that's so weird like it's just like dude i acknowledge what you're saying i acknowledge like i can acknowledge it's hard like if you want my advice you know like say they did ask for my my advice then like here yeah here but i, but I, I definitely talk to a guy a lot a lot more harsher because you know why we're the king of the jungles. Oh my God, we're the, shut up. We're the head of the household. We are the tiger kings, my friends. I'm going to translate into that, you know, when you talk to a certain person who has been socialized to be a certain way, it's not necessarily the most effective to talk to them out of their own lexicon and vocabulary. <laughs> you have to say it into their language. Yeah. 
but all, all, all in all, men, if you have problems, go, you know, talk to somebody. I mean, it really is just talk to somebody that anxiety and that it, trust me, it eats away at you and it passed down to your kids and your kids think that their, their house is toxic, but actually it's because you have anxiety because of what they're doing. And that translates to then to their anxiety that, which gets onto their kids anxiety. And next thing you know, you have a house full of, now next thing you know you have a house full of quote-unquote toxic individuals just because you guys can't verbally say hey i have problems and anxiety because of whatever stress so just go get help there's millions of people available wherever you are in this world you could be in podunk idaho hotlines dude yeah hotlines and if you have any problems dm me Ladies, if you have any problems, definitely DM me at Akosi Rich on Instagram. And I love y'all. That was the weirdest, like, sign off. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, why'd you got to make it feel that way? <laughs> that's, that's part of my cringiest post. Okay, well, I'm just going to do this. Then. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, seriously though, Rich, thank you for being here. We definitely need a part two because I have so many questions um, and follow through. Um, but yes, thanks for being here. Thank you for being honest. Like uh, there is a little part of me that's like, is he gonna like super change how, I don't think he will, but I'm like, I don't know if he's gonna like censor himself. No, <laughs> like I'm, I'm just gonna go. Um, but like, I really do appreciate the honesty and I think it makes for like good conversation and for understanding. And like, I really loved having someone like, again, like who like approaches things different from me. So it's not just like the same yeah. freaking thing over and over. Cause that's not helpful. Um, so yeah, thank you for being here. Thank you for talking. I'll definitely have you on again. You don't have a choice. <laughs> there are certain people who don't have choices from me, which yeah. is like Rich, Marissa, and Adrian. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, um, thanks for being on the channel. Do you want to like say your YouTube channel? No, it's 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 right there down below. You guys, you guys, you guys, you guys can follow. You guys can. And 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 I did censor myself because I would have been a lot fun. I would try to have been a lot more funnier, but this is a, a serious topic, so I had to rein that in until the very very end. Until he had to make it creepy, so it yeah. felt right for him. Yeah, it just, it okay. just, just had to end it like that. Okay, well then I appreciate that. I guess. But, but thank you for having me as well. Fun. It's always good to talk. Thanks for being on the show, Rich. I miss you very much. Please check out Rich's ever-growing YouTube channel at YouTube, YouTube, youtube.com slash Rich Benares, R-I-C-H-B-E-N-A-R-E-S. You can also follow him on IG at Akosi Rich, which is A-K-O-S-O-R-1-C-H. Again, men's mental health is very dear to my heart as I have had multiple cousins commit suicide. So please look out for your men and your boys in your life. Don't try to force anyone to talk, but let them know you're there. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and that it sparks some reflections and possibly some new thoughts so you are ready when it is your turn to talk. Peace out.